Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And um, Beck, I'd like to wish you uh, not only a happy National Onion Ring Day. Oh, thank you. Which is in itself amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. But more importantly, a National Positive Media Day, which I didn't even know this existed, um, but it's a day all about taking a step back from the doom and gloom uh, of of news and and media and that sort of stuff and enjoying the positive stuff. And if that's not not like the pillar that this podcast was built on, I don't know what is. That's exactly what we aim to do. I feel like we almost, you know, maybe that's why we didn't know it was a thing, just because we... Semi, I try to do that all the time. Yeah, we, we every invent, day we're going to claim it. We invented this, yeah, um, and they've stolen it from us. And we yeah, are someone actually legal action. Oh yeah, we're getting Zap yeah. legal on this. <laughs> Zap, le- Zap legal, notoriously lazy. Um, <laughs> never. I don't think they've gotten anything done. I've not seen a single, not even no. a memo from them. But they constantly threaten to sue and go after people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're a, lo- a lot of talk. Zap legal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, enjoy today. Don't let yourself get sucked into the the down and dreary news. Uh, give yeah. yourself a little break. Listen um, to a podcast of Zap to celebrate. Yeah, oh look, exactly. you already are. <laughs> wow, would you look at that? Yeah. Happy days. Uh, so to kick off the show today, I have a story out of Sweden, which Ooh. is a bit unusual for us. Yeah. Um, so the Swedish people they've taken a break from selling us flat packed minimalist furniture, <laughs> uh, and have decided to put put their minds towards tackling a, a problem at home, um, which is littering. But they've done this in a very odd kind of way. Um, so, I, I guess well, how how would you tackle littering? I just more bins is probably my yeah suggestion because or just like every time someone's naughty they have to go and pick up 10 pieces of trash yeah why don't we bring that schoolyard rule (laughs) into real life like yeah if you if you're caught littering your sentence is to pick up a certain amount of litter and then take that to um the police station for it to be counted and then yes exactly We've solved it. We've solved it. Um, But the the Swedish have a a slightly different idea. Uh, Now, Malmo, I think that's how you pronounce it. uh, It's one of the biggest cities in Sweden. And recently, the city has decided to install some odd some odd kind of bins to discourage littering and these bins are designed to speak to passers-by when they put trash into the bin. (laughs) But what... But what could a bin say, right? That yeah, would make other than, me. I'm all I'm thinking is thank you. Want right? to put rubbish Just... away? Yeah, that'd be nice. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good day. Yeah, no that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Sweden's gone for a slightly different option. Uh, they've gone with. Uh, that's right. It's sultry messages. Um, so. <laughs> so I have a list of three of the phrases. Uh, I'm sure there may be more than these. Uh, one Name of them Swedish? is Swedish. Uh, well, I've got the English translation. Okay, good. Uh, I haven't. I've not like, tried. Not that. In, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not trying all that today. Okay. Um, okay. One of them is come back quickly and do that again. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Which uh, I think is a bit of a stretch um, uh, of of sultry message. Um, oh, that's funny. 
another one uh, which is more on theme is Oh Yeah Right There. Um, I'm saying this in my least <laughs> sultry voice. Um, yeah. Just to... Getting it this very is, quickly. Yeah. This is news. This is an entertainment. Um, oh, yes. And... Yeah, that's how we describe ourselves. <laughs> News, not entertainment, zap. Um, and uh, the other one I have is That Was Crazy Good, um, which seems um, almost almost like a... Oh like my a gosh. compliment. Or yeah, like a, but it's, you know. I feel like it's it's kind of having a laugh. Like, That Was Crazy Good seems like the, it's... Um, what is that word? Where it, a sarcasm. I, I couldn't think oh, of sarcasm. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like I suppose it, it depends on how it's said, but like yeah. yeah, you put you you put like a little rapper in the bin and like that was crazy good. <laughs> that like, was uh. crazy good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So But it's probably in some deep like I don't know. I'm trying to imagine what it's like. Like that was crazy good. It's <laughs> <laughs> my oh, sultry man. voice. <laughs> goes down but 10 octaves the um <laughs> it's uh, a, a a quote from uh one of the the people in the city who's sort of behind this project um is that he said the sentences are part of the campaign's intention to get more people to talk about the dirtiest thing there is littering the stuff that ends <laughs> up in our street squares and see um very nice so yeah which is fair enough i think it's a it's a it's a weird way to do it. I don't know if I would have gone this route, but I can I can say that it's um it's interesting. It's funny, and I suppose we're talking about it. That's so true. It has That's worked. true. It's already worked, and I wonder, I'm not even near a bin. <laughs> I wonder if they could. You know that restaurant that has just popped up in Sydney called Karen's Diner, where the whole premise Ooh. yeah the whole premise is that you go to this restaurant and the waitresses and waiters are rude to you like on purpose that's kind of the appealing thing you go there and they mock you and just yeah very abrupt and rude so i wonder if they were to take a different approach with the trash because then they could have like the bin saying like that sucked or you know um oh is that the best you got and then they could market it as trash talk oh my goodness why (laughs) have you said shh Keep that to yourself. That is, someone's going to steal this. We've got like less than a week to patent this idea. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh my god! I'm flying over to Sweden. I'm going to pitch quickly, it. quickly. So we just heard a story about a trash can that was so wrong that it was almost right and the aim of it was to make the right thing happen and the end of that segment somehow perfectly segues into this segment which we haven't done in a little while but yeah. that is business time i feel like we need to play the intro we used to play in yeah I, oh uh, a if we can do that for I copyright for reasons yeah i don't think we, I, I wish we could i don't think we can oh, but, um, damn. i'll just time, sing it a little bit yeah <laughs> it's business it's business time okay there you go. so We love business time here at Zap and we've left it since the radio days and it's just a fun time to bring the ideas that would just make life a little bit better. They're not always practical and that's why it suits this episode perfectly because sometimes they're so (laughs) wrong that it's right. And as we always like to say, we're just the ideas people. We're not, we don't have to know how to make these things happen. We don't have to make them. Goodness, that's what the... I don't know, the engineers, the 
builders yeah, research and development. That's, exactly. That's that team. We we have the ideas. Then one day we'll actually hire someone for research and development. Yeah. And um, the turnover rate's going to be immense because they're going to have the worst <laughs> job in the world trying to figure out how to bring our ideas to life. Yeah. But for now, it's not our job. So we're just Perfect. we're just coming up with the ideas. So my first business idea that I'm bringing to the table today is one that looks to solve, it's not really a problem, it's more just a nuisance to me. And I feel like a lot of people probably share it as well. And that is brushing your teeth. Yep. I look, I love that it keeps my gums healthy and my teeth sparkling, but really the time that it takes to brush my teeth is just time that I could be spending doing something else. I'm on board. (laughs) Thank you. Instantly, I'll invest. (laughs) So you might remember back when we did radio as well, I actually had another tooth, like kind of oral hygiene related business idea as well, which (laughs) was toothpaste in a tub. So instead of like squeezing it out, yeah, you dipped the toothbrush in the tub and used it that way. But this this one is to solve the actual like, you know, time it takes to brush your teeth. So one thing I also like to do is brush my teeth in the shower. And it's time saving. It is. But that's efficiency. Right. But my dentist has like a couple of years ago, scared me into spending like a really long time brushing my teeth because she was like, you need to brush them properly, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Moral of the story, I'm trying to save time here. So my solution is almost like retainers. So just like things that go on your top and bottom teeth. They have, or you put the toothpaste in the retainer somehow. You pop them on top of your teeth and then you can do stuff around the house. You can hop in the shower, do whatever you want. But before you do that, you press a button and the aligners kind of vibrate and they have like little (laughs) bristles on the inside. And so they're just like... In your teeth, in your mouth, on your teeth, just kind of moving and brushing, and they can kind of go up and down, get the gums, but you don't have to use your hands at all. And hands what free. I'm thinking, hands free, is like you can be having a shower, doing a thing, but it's not just like standing there brushing your teeth. So, yeah, yeah. No, or you can I be like walking that. around the house, vacuuming, doing some cleaning whilst you're also cleaning your mouth. <laughs> and that I feel like that would be great for, for people because I like at night grind my teeth like while oh, I sleep and stuff yeah. and that is perfect for those people it is yep you, you just can, you, you don't can even, wear it overnight yeah <laughs> yeah you don't even have to have you don't have to press them on you can right. just wear them and and uh and grind your teeth and then you're good to go <laughs> Oh, right. You don't need the button. They just grind yeah, and clean your teeth. Is, that's uh, that's an analog, <laughs> the analog version. <laughs> if the battery dies, you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The next idea I have, and I also seem to have a lot of business ideas that are somehow stemmed from Uber. So previously yeah. I've come up with Uber pool, but it's not the Uber pool as we know it. It's like Uber pool and you go to someone's house and swim in their pool, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think yeah, Jono yeah. as well. You had an Uber sort of one. Yeah, we've had a few. Was, I can't remember yeah. either. I think I had one which was, um, I, I can't remember. I related it to Uber in some way, mm. but it was basically like you park your car somewhere and then a mobile car cleaning service comes to you. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. So we have a lot of um, sort of, yeah, Uber-based business ideas. But this one kind of was inspired by Uber Eats, but it's in the sense that, you know, sometimes, and I imagined it for people who live by themselves or people who just like to bake, but they don't necessarily live in a household where everyone's going to eat the stuff that they're making, stuff like that. 
So I've called it Uber leftovers. And (laughs) it's if you, for some reason, have, you know, a fresh container of bolognese or you've made 24 cookies and you only want to eat 12 and you just have this extra food that would otherwise go to waste. So what you can do is you can put it up almost on like a marketplace called Uber Leftovers and people can hop on the marketplace or they can get notified if there's leftovers in their area. And it will kind of be like a flat fee based on the type of food and the amount. So I'm imagining it's pretty cheap. Like everything I think will be less than $10 Perhaps 12 cookies is like $2, uh, a meal is $5, that sort of thing. Super cheap, but it's just to really, it does both people a favor. So say you're thinking, oh, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Your phone dings, someone down the street has uh, chicken spare chicken fajitas uh, that they want to get that rid of, five bucks, go down the road, pick it up, dinner. And then the other person has those leftovers off their hand. I just think... In a world that's creating so much waste, why not yeah, put it to better a, use? That is a great way to remove food waste um, and to, yeah, have, have cheap food. Yeah. And I think supermarkets could get in on it as well. You know how like Woolies and stuff, they bake fresh bread and or bakeries, oh, they have yeah. to chuck things out. They can put up on the app, we have 15 of those smiley cupcakes left. Yeah. Who wants them? Yeah, no, I I feel like I've heard of something before, which is an app where you essentially go around to shops at closing time. They'll have like stuff listed and you can pre-purchase like a package of end of day food for cheap. Well, there we go. Maybe I'm onto something that's already onto something. That's not as good. (laughs) It doesn't have a cool name (laughs) and it's not partnered with Uber. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can partner anything with Uber and it'll it'll work, I'm sure. (laughs) We just put the word Uber in front of it and then Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Done. Zap legal, they'll sort it out. Yeah. (laughs) The next one I have is actually an idea that came from my co-worker and dance teacher, Sally. So she was talking and she said that wouldn't it be great if you had a pair of heels that had a remote control and the heel could collapse and it would just turn into a flat shoe because, you know, sometimes you might want the heel, but if you want to get on the dance floor and dance, you know, be wearing flat shoes, beep, press the button, suddenly you've got flats. You know what you could call it? What? You, could, you, could call, you could call it Heelys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, that is so good. That is because, what we will call them. Because like Heelys have that removable wheel. So in a sense, the, the technology is there. For The remote control part would have to be uh, a, uh, a digital version. Yeah. Um, but for you to be able to... That's uh, Like a collapsible heel, I feel is... It sounds like a bad idea in some regards because collapsible <laughs> heel sounds, yeah, could go sounds wrong. <laughs> like a way to fall over. However, if you've done it right, it could yeah. work excellent. <laughs> the final idea I have to bring us home, I think I went on kind of a, was inspired by the shoes and also the fact that it is so cold right now oh, is yeah. heated Ugg boots. So I had a quick little Google search before this to see if they existed. Apparently there's heated slippers, but they looked a bit clunky and just they didn't have the same structure as like an Ugg boot. Whereas I'm thinking I want the structure of an Ugg boot and the base, like that hard base that we know and love, is heated like an electric blanket so that the bottom of your feet are like always warm, always toasty. I I like that. 
they just sometimes your feet are still cold in the Ugg boot, so you just need a little yeah. bit of extra toast, and I think it's or, perfect. As in addition to that, this is an idea off that idea. Yes. What if you have a like a like a what am I trying to say? You know how there's like heated towel racks. Oh, okay. What if yes. there's heated Ugg boot racks that you can put oh. your Ugg boots on? And like you set, say you know what time you're getting up every day, you set a timer so that but That's when you wake up, they're nice and toasty to put on your feet. I like straight that. Straight out of bed. I would do it for my whole outfit as well. There's like a heated <laughs> mannequin. So when I put my clothes on in the morning, <laughs> they're warm too. That's we better perfect. get to work, John. We've got a lot to do. We have a lot to do. Zap the Podcast merch is finally here, and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. So today's theme of So Wrong and So Right reminded me of a story from my childhood of a time that I got addicted to something very strange and something that you probably are not expecting. So at my old house, like the childhood home that I kind of grew up in from like the age of primary school to end of high school, it was a two-story house. And so we had a staircase in the middle of the house that had a long wooden banister. And yes. growing up and even now, I still, I love, I'm a bit, I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but I love roller coasters. I love a bit of thrill. Get me on school camp. I love a giant swing. I'll, I'll do yeah. it all. No, you gotta, you gotta have fun. You gotta yeah. be free, be wild. Exactly. So imagine my delight when I discovered the joy of sliding down the banister. Oh, <laughs> to danger. Get exactly. It was the perfect combination of, you know, adrenaline rush. That slide was mighty fun. But also, I think it was the feeling of knowing that I was doing something wrong that yeah. just made it so exciting. It, it, it definitely felt dangerous. And it was... <laughs> Looking back, it was so dangerous. Like it was pretty high <laughs> above the ground. And once that leg swung over and I was sliding down, it was a couple of meters, I reckon, to the floor. Um, but then I would just hop back off on the side of the stairs and walk down the rest of the stairs. So I would do this almost any opportunity I can could when I was going down the stairs. And it became just like... I honestly don't know why I couldn't just walk down the stairs every time, <laughs> but it's just when the opportunity presented itself, yes, I was going to slide down the banister. Yeah, it's just habit. Yeah, it, that's the thing. It almost became habit and it felt like I had to do it every time I went down the stairs. Yeah, this, is, this is how you do it, right? Yeah. So there was this one time where m my sister's bedroom was right at the top of the staircase. Like if her door was open, it kind of looked out onto the landing that then yeah. went down the staircase. So this one time my dad was in my sister's room and they were chatting about something and I had to go downstairs. But there was a dilemma. I wanted to slide down that banister, <laughs> but I couldn't let anyone see me because then I would get in trouble because obviously it's quite dangerous. So I stuck my head in my sister's bedroom and I don't remember the exact words I said. It was a very long time ago now, but I said something along the lines of like, oh, how's it going? What you doing? La, la, la. 
slowly put my hand on the door handle and as I'm talking, I kind of just fade out of the room and shut the door Clever. on my way out. Clever. So it was like a, oh, I'm here, you know I'm here. Oh, shutting the door, being polite, going out of the room. And then I I did it. So <laughs> I swung my leg over, it was on the banister and you can probably imagine it's like the hands in front of your head, like legs behind and it's like a like a monkey kind of on a tree or like a, how a koala would be on a tree oh, wait, but then sliding on a down diagonal like that yeah sliding down like that so wait you're not it's not like you're shuffling along a bench it's a like it's like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like you're sliding down a fireman's pole kind of thing yes. but for, with your head at the at the lower end oh? no at okay. the top end so, at yeah. the top end okay yeah. So I would just put my right leg over and then I would be like, I'm on a fireman's pole. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. that way. I, mean, yeah. I was thinking an entirely different scenario. What were you here. imagining? I was thinking, cause there's people who just like sit on it sideways, sit on like oh, a banister sideways and then yeah. just let, yeah, let, let gravity yeah. take them. That's almost more dangerous, I oh, feel. Oh yeah. Because, I would yeah. Say, that's why I was like, yeah, that is danger. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, well this one was slightly more safe. Yes, definitely. Um, but, but still fraught with rebellion. Yeah, exactly. So there I was um, in prime position and my dad then opened the door and it was that moment of like, it was too late to do anything. I couldn't, I couldn't slide down because then he'd see me sliding down, but then I couldn't get off either. So I'm just kind of hanging on the banister like, hi. <laughs> and my dad was like, what do you think you're doing? Get off there right now. Were you about to slide down? I was like, no, no, I just, what? I just wanted to try it. I just wanted Whatever to try do you it. Mean? <laughs> no, you shut the door. You're imagining things. So yes, that was, I can't remember if actually, if that was the last time I did it, but I definitely didn't do it for a while after that because I got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, but it was, yeah. it was, um, <laughs> you couldn't do it then. Cause it was like a, it was like a stolen vehicle. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, you can't drive a stolen vehicle straight after it. Like you, you've got to wait till the till it cools down. You know. <laughs> I feel like I should have done it just once though, like once more. <laughs> you, you never know; it's going to be a last time sliding down the banister. Yeah, until, but I, I also feel late. like the the idea of one last one that's always where it's going where things True. will go wrong. That's always where it's going to go wrong. So last week on the podcast, we talked quite extensively about a particular cookbook my aunt found from the 1940s. Uh, and we talked about a smorgasbord of awful sounding recipes and food trends that were happening at that time. But now, as promised, we bring you Try It Live 1940s US Edition. <laughs> so today in a Try It Live, I think it's a Try It Live first, uh, we've got two dishes to try. Um, I have made both of these to the recipe as best I could, and then uh, I have delivered a portion of both of these dishes to Beck. Uh, one of them is an innocent-looking sandwich, uh, and the other one is a mystery plate that I've wrapped in foil. Now, Beck, uh, I will actually give you the choice of which one you would Ooh. like to try first, uh, and then we'll yeah we'll have a look at it. I'll describe the dish and we'll try it live. Or actually, maybe we'll try it and then I'll describe the dish. Okay. Okay. So I think first we should go with the sandwich because I can kind of see what that's like. Yeah. And I feel like I, I'd rather keep the surprise till, till the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's wise. I think that's wise. Oh no. Okay. Um, yeah. 
I think it is worth noting uh, with these that they are very, very different to what you'd find <laughs> in any sort of cookbook today. Um, and particularly with the mystery dish uh, that we'll, we'll be trying in a second, uh, mm. it's, yeah, there's definitely, it's definitely odd. I'll give it that. Uh, but yeah, to start off, we have a lovely, innocent looking sandwich. Um, yeah, now, it does look pretty innocent. I think you'll definitely recognize ingredients in this. Um, in fact, I don't think there's, there's there's nothing abnormal. There's no abnormal ingredients in <laughs> okay. this. They're all regular ingredients that you've had before. Mm. Can um, I unwrap it? Should I? Yeah, yeah, unwrap- you, okay. can, you can unwrap Still it. Still in the glad wrap. Let's. I probably should this double out. check this. You don't have any allergies, do you? No, I don't have any oh, okay, allergies. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so far I can just see. It kind of looks like. Or should I guess, or should we keep it a surprise until the end? No, you, you can guess. Okay. I'm not going to confirm anything, okay. but you can definitely describe what you're seeing. Okay, well, I'm not going to open it up, but from what I can see, it kind of looks like red onion and peanut butter. Um, Let me give it a... It kind of smells like red onion <laughs> and peanut butter as well, so... Yeah, no, that's... that's um. Yep. That's pretty fair. Uh, it does it does appear that way. Um. <laughs> I suppose we should just give yeah, it let's a go. Yeah, just, let's just dig in, I guess. Okay, I'm going to take a big <laughs> bite. I'm going all in. Oh. I'm actually... I don't mind it. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> what? Why? That's so weird. It kind of just tastes like fresh peanut butter. How is that fine? That is so what? weird. <laughs> yeah, why is this good? Okay. So it's quite savory. Are you very that? savory. Yeah. I don't mm. mind that one bit. Mm. So oh, th- this <laughs> this dish is uh, peanut butter and onion sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. However, the recipe is um, mm. I am I'm so shocked by that. Yeah, not I'm being still awful. going. I'm I've almost eaten the whole half. <laughs> the the recipe is um, you take peanut butter. And a little bit of mayonnaise. You mix that together. Ooh, okay. You spread that on the bread. And then you just put thinly sliced bits of onion on it. And bon appetit. Mm. <laughs> I think it's the mayonnaise that gives it that little extra... Yeah. It probably is. I'm, I'm actually... I'm really surprised. quite good. By that. Um, I can't imagine my breath's going to be very nice after <laughs> this. <laughs> This is going to be a breath neutralizer, <laughs> is what I would describe this as. Um, but no, I am mm. very pleasantly surprised with this one. Far out. I'm I'm surprised that nothing does like. There's no like off taste there. Mm. There's, there's nothing, nothing I don't like about it. There's nothing I don't like about it, and <laughs> I think that is the thing that I don't like about it. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that this is fine. That I, that mm. peanut butter and onion is just fine. That's so I'm confused. Odd. I'm so confused. But I'd probably I'd, I'd be giving that like probably like a a three point eight out of five. Yeah, I'd go up that high too. Maybe just a three point nine. It's like almost a four. Yeah, but like it's like it's not it's not like the best thing I've ever no, eaten. It's nothing no. like amazing, but it's it's perfectly it's but it's really it's good. It it's is good. good. Yeah, <laughs> we're not lying. It's good. We're that being paid so by the onion in 1940s. Yeah, big onion. <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast episode's... is sponsored by Big Onion. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> my goodness. Okay, All well, right. that is, that's peanut butter and onion sandwich. Yeah. Done. Maybe that's the good. 1940s was onto something. <laughs> but we'll see how we feel about that yeah, let's, let's... after this second dish, <laughs> the mystery round. Okay, let's bring on the mystery one. Now... <laughs> Oh, your laughter have, is making me so nervous. You, you have the mystery package to open, and it is. I do. I must pre-warn you: the visual is quite shocking. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Okay, so I've still got it. Should I unwrap it now? I think so. All right, it's still under the foil. I'm off the texture. It seems very firm. It's a little bit cold as yeah. well. So yeah. I'm confused. I'm. Uh. Jono's laughter is making me very nervous. <laughs> I I can tell you for certain. So I, I made oh, this one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I've got to describe the visual to you because oh. this is a podcast. Um, oh, yeah, Drew. <laughs> vis- visually, uh, what you are looking at is. Um, well, yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's rock melon. Okay, yep. Um, uh, coated in some sort of, uh, like, frosted around the edges with some sort of white frosting. Uh, and in the middle is a red gelatinous substance. Oh, I was wondering what that was. I was hoping it was watermelon, but uh, guess uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, it's not watermelon. Is it meat? No, it's not me. Okay, this is, good. This okay. is um, a, a vegetarian, vegetarian dish. <laughs> okay. Well, I only brought a spoon for this one. Yeah, spoons. Are, I've got um, a spoon as well oh, to join you. I just you poked in. the gelatinous substance. That it's is freaking very firm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the only thing to do is to, to yeah, jump in and try this. Uh, I it don't is, really know how to dissect it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way as well. Okay. Um, the cream is... is like almost. Gone a bit solid for me. Yeah, no, um, I'm, mine's also quite uh, okay, quite a, a similar bit experience. Bit of everything. I, yeah, okay, I've got a really bit of everything now. Um, um, okay. Oh, gelatinous substance. There you are. Okay, the sounds this is making. Oh, ah, I dropped the gelatinous substance. <laughs> oh, <on> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay. Oh, I should have got a knife and fork. You were right, Shadow. Okay, wait. Okay. The... I can't get the rock melon on this. Blunt teaspoon. Oh, I just poked through the plate. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. This is taking so long. Um, oh, and for references, uh, I served on a party plate uh, because <laughs> it's a food fiesta. It is. <laughs> oh, this is not pretty. I am really just using my hands. Okay, there we go. So I've got rock melon, creamy substance. Oh. And gelatinous substance. And red gelatinous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, let's, let's give this, this a go. All right. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. No. 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 <laughs> that is awful. The textures are so wrong together. Oh, man. Wow. That's bad. The that outside is- bit. Is that cream cheese? It's cream cheese. Oh, it's strong. (laughs) On the outside of the rock melon. Oh. And then in the middle of the rock melon Mm. is uh, Mm. tomato jelly. (gasps) No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always glad you didn't tell me that beforehand 
because yeah. that would have freaked me out even more. Yeah. So uh, and this not one not taste good. This one wasn't necessarily a recipe I found in the book, but I, there's every once in a while in the book there are these pages that just have pictures of some food. Sometimes it'll be the recipe next to it, mm. or it'll just be some food otherwise. And um, yeah, this is this was one of the ones that didn't have a recipe and was just a picture of um, uh, cantaloupe filled oh. with tomato aspic and coated in cream cheese. Wow. So yeah, um, so I yeah I, I took <laughs> I took a rock melon, I I opened it, um, yeah. cut off one of the ends, I scooped out all the middle bits, then made some jelly. Oh, I dissolved some gelatin. How did you make gelatin. the tomato jelly? Yeah. So I dissolved some gelatin in some hot water, uh, right. and then poured in a can of crushed tomatoes, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then and then I cut off all the all the rind and coated it in cream cheese. Wow, yeah, yeah. What appetite! So I think Ooh. I'm gonna go back to some uh, peanut butter. Onion. Yeah, I might actually have another bite of that to like cleanse my palate because Mm-mm-mm. that is Look, great. Mm, I will say, Jono, the effort to make that I really respect. So mm. that almost brings my rating up a little bit, mm. but the taste. Uh. Brings it quite down. So oh, yeah. that is, I would personally, I would say there is um, zero part of this um, that is redeeming, um, and so for that reason, I, I, there's no part of me that wants to give this anything but no. a zero. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to give it a zero point one just purely because I really admire that you made it, <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you did make it because I love. That peanut butter and onion sandwich. <laughs> yeah. um, but this rock melon tomato yeah, gelatin right. cream cheese thing, right. just not good. That's not it. That's not it. So, um, yeah. yeah. It smells so bad. Yeah, All the it doesn't... different smells going in just. It's really, awful. it's really concerning seeing just crushed <laughs> tomatoes in jelly form. Like, Yeah, that is. That's that is quite traumatizing, I'd say. Um, but that, that does just about round it up. Sorry, I've just scooped up a big chunk of tomato jelly, and it is just awful. Playing with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, that does just about wrap us up for this episode of Zap. Uh, so thank you very much for listening uh, to this and um, and hearing about the weird and wonderful the forties had to offer. Um, Make sure to follow us on our social medias at Zap the Podcast on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, those sorts of places. And check out our store, zapthepodcast.store, um, and uh, you'll be able to find some, some fun merch and stuff available there. It's a great way to support the show. And um, as, a, as a last little thing, um, if you would like to see a, a Cooking with Zap video on how to prepare a, oh a tomato filled rock melon frosted in cream cheese let us know um as that is something i will definitely not do unless (laughs) there is outcry for it i'm gonna make outcry for it (laughs) (laughs) it is happening (laughs) all righty so thank you very much once again for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of that bye bye